It seriously breaks my heart to watch new business owners lose their entire life savings, all because of their misperceptions of what it means to own their own business. This is the Ask the BCE Show, episode number 21. I'm your host, Kurt Belding. Um, something needs to be addressed. I've been watching business owners over the last 10, 15 years of me being in business, and I've seen a lot of owners go out of business. I've seen a lot of people lose their entire life savings real quick. And I think what's going on is there's some misperceptions and delusions when it comes around business in general and owning a business. I think that where it starts is the you know average day Joe and Jane watching these entrepreneurs and business owners that only you only see the end outcome of their 15 20 year hard work. What you see is someone flying a private jet, someone driving a brand new car, have someone has some big mansion. You see all the luxuries, the wealth, the richness, and you see them having a flexible schedule, doing whatever they want, whenever they want. And I think that's the delusion and the misperception of business. Like I know a lot of people think that I'm a millionaire because I own businesses. It's not true. If I sold every company today, maybe I'd have a million dollars, but I do not have a million dollars in the bank. Trust me. My wife can attest to it. She's sitting right here. We are not millionaires. And I've been working hard on my business, on businesses since I'm 25 years old. No one, all they see now is me like having a flexible schedule and running a bunch of businesses. No one saw the last 14 years, I'll be 39 tomorrow, by the way, the last 14 years of hard work that I've put in to finally get myself into somewhat of a position where if I wanted to take a week off, I could, my business wouldn't progress, but I could. I could relax. I could I could take more money out of my businesses and live a little bit better lifestyle if I wanted to. But that's not what I want to do. I want to build business. But like no one sees that 14 years. So like the delusions and the misperceptions of business, I think, starts there where you're only seeing the end outcome, the only end game. And here's what happens is business owners become and entrepreneurs become glorified and people want that American dream. So maybe they got a life savings of $100,000 or $150,000, whatever it might be, $500,000, whatever their savings are, and they don't like the job that they're doing now and they want to own their own business because by owning their own business, that means they get to have the private jet and the mansion and the brand new car and the flexibility to do whatever you want, whenever you want, right? And that's where the delusion and the problem comes in because they either buy a business and this is their first time owning a business or they start up their own business and they start from day one working 20 hours a week in their business. Like, what do you think's gonna happen if you're not spending time on your business? I've literally, like my first year of owning a supplement store, my first time like running that, I worked 365 days straight every day, 14 hours a day. I didn't take one day off. I didn't even have, couldn't afford an employee, so I couldn't take a day off. But if you're out there and you just opened a business, about to buy a business or running a business, and you want to be the glorified business owner where you spend two days, one day a week on your business show up, make sure it's okay, um, look at some numbers, and you want to go play golf or like go hang out with friends or go on vacations, you have not earned the right for mailbox money yet, guys. 
I call it mailbox money. It's where like I could literally be sitting on my couch and money comes to my mailbox and I go, I go to my mailbox and get the check, right? Like that's kind of the old school thing. Now it's like, it just hits my bank account or like the PayPal or whatever, right? But mailbox money where it's passive income is what I'm talking about. If you buy a business, just start a business, own a business, you have to earn the right, earn the ability to have that passive income. That does not come cheap and it does not come free. You're spending a tremendous amount of your time, energy, and money to get yourself to a position to be able to kick back a little bit more, have a little more flexibility and time to have that passive income. And it's very true when people say, right now, if you have a job, you're working 40 hours a week for somebody else. You quit that job and open up your own business, you're working 100 hours a week for yourself. And that 100 hours a week is not for a week. That 100 hour week is for at least a year, two years, five years, until that business gets to a point where you don't have to do that anymore, but you have to earn it. That position has to be earned. And I've seen it so many times that that delusion is, I'm gonna buy a business and or open a business, and now I can kick back and, and you know be on easy street collecting mailbox money, and all of a sudden your entire life savings gone, and you gotta go back and get a job, and now you're in a much harder position, maybe you gotta file bankruptcy, that, man, you guys, like it hurts me watching it. So if you're out there, check those delusions. Like, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna show up and work 10 hours a week in your business and have mailbox money. Just not gonna happen. So that's my rant. That's what I think really needs to be addressed in the business world right now is the perceptions of business owners and the perception if I owned a business, that would, that's the life that I would have. It's not true, it's delusional. 1% of the 1% of entrepreneurs or business owners have the private jets and the brand new car and the mansion and don't really have to work because they made it. But guess what? They've put in 10, 15, 20 years of blood, sweat, and tears to get that. They've earned that right. So that's my rant. All right, guys, let's take some live questions. That's why we're here. This is the Blue Collar Entrepreneur Show for Blue Collars Entrepreneur. I am the Blue Collar Entrepreneur. There's that word again, entrepreneur, over and over again. Um, I'm here to provide value to those in a similar position of owning a business, wanting to own a business, or in sales. So give me some questions and let me answer them. Alex, are you reading them today in that pretty purple tie you got? Yes, sir. All right. All right. What can I do to avoid getting destroyed on taxes? Yeah. Did it say destroyed or did it say raped? I think it said it's raped, raped, huh? Probably. Yeah. I like the PG version of what you said right there. What can I do to avoid getting destroyed on taxes, right? Uh, I'm assuming this is a business owner. I don't, we don't know right now. But like, yeah. all right, let's apply this to owning a business. There's no way around it, guys. You're going to pay taxes. You're going to pay the government. The government's going to get their money. No matter what you try to hide or fix or do, at some point, it's going to turn out where the government's going to get their money. Here's the balance, guys. Like At the end of the year, if you know your business made $100,000 and you need to pay taxes on it, you can do some things to minimize it that year. You can go buy some business expenses. You can buy business vehicles. You can buy business inventory. You can prepay vendors of whatever you need to prepay, and that money will go out but that money's gonna come right back in and you're gonna to have to pay taxes the next year. That's just, there's no way around it, guys. Like, you can do little things by, um, uh, you know, S-Corps, you pay yourself and you can pay taxes in each, each month that way. 
it, there's little things you can do to help minimize it and get with your CPA. I got a great CPA that helps me out a lot, but the reality of it, guys, the government's going to get their money. Just suck it up and pay the government. It just is what it is. And if you are minimizing your profitability in a business to, to avoid paying taxes, good luck trying to get financing on something. So like in order to get financing and whether it be expand your business, buy a house, vehicles, whatever it might be, you got to show income. To show income, you got to pay taxes. If you don't show income, you can't but get financing to do anything. So yeah, just pay the taxes. Government's going to get their money. How do I lower my stress level? Is this you or is this a different question? This is a different okay. Question. How do you lower your stress level? Uh, here, here's the biggest thing. You have to understand where stress comes from. Uh, and we hit on this a few times, but like, I think this is a big deal for business owners. Um, stress. Stress comes from worry and fear of the future. That's where it comes from yourself. So if you're out there and you say, man, I'm really stressed out because of this person. Or I'm stressed out because of this event, this business. You're putting all the control on external variables that you have zero control over. And you, that, in that, you can't control your stress. Right? And that's not really where stress comes from. Stress comes from within is how you view what's going on. It's your perception. So stress is fear of what may happen in the future. The biggest thing that I can tell you, the biggest tool is be present, be in the moment, be living life right now. Because this is where life is happening right now in this room, my office, with my wife and my employees doing a BCE show, giving value. Life is happening right now. Life did not happen five minutes ago. Life is not happening five minutes from now. Life happens right now. Stay present and enjoy the moment. Stop worrying about things you can't control. Obviously make a plan for the future, the best plan you can. Set the plan, execute the plan. It's not helping you to stress about what may or may not happen in the future. So be present and stop worrying so much. This hasn't even happened. It's in the future. Probably won't even happen. Most of the things that we stress and fear about never even really happen anyway. What, like, what do you think? I was like, 20% might even happen, right? Like, we stress about whole sorts of stuff, types of things, and most of them don't even end up happening. So, that's stress. All right, what is the biggest difference between owner investor and owner operator when it concerns hands in the business? What's the biggest difference between, well, hold on, let me back up real quick. There was one last part, the person that sent that last question in oh, yeah. um, about family, balancing family, right? Yeah. He really wanted me to hit on that, so let's hit on that for him. How do I manage time between business and family? It's really hard to manage time between business and family because in order to do each one of them very successfully, it's, you have to put a lot of time and energy into each one of them. So here's my, the best thing that I can say, and I'm not perfect at it, my wife will contest. I try real hard, but I'm not perfect is separate the two when you're at work and business don't let family interfere go all in when you're here like your focus all your mind all your energy should be in business while you're running your business when it's time to go home and spend time with family go all in on family you don't need to spend eight hours in your business and eight hours with family it could be 15 hours in business three hours with family but those three hours of family needs to be high quality, being very present, all in, 110% in on your time, energy, effort, and being present with the family. It, what I see a lot is you want to try to balance it. So you take personal family phone calls all day long. You're dealing with family stuff at work, and then you're not really working. 
And then when you go home, you're allowing business to seep in at home where you're answering business phone calls, business texts, business emails, but now you're not really present with your family. So you're not doing either one of them very good. So again, the best way to do it is go all in when you're in business, focus just on business. And then when you go home for family, all in for family, even if it's a couple hours, be present within those couple hours. Right, hon? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, what is the biggest difference between owner-investor and owner-operator when it concerns hands in the business? What's the biggest difference between owner-investor and owner-operator when it has to do with controlling and hands in the business? All right, here's the biggest difference, guys is if you're an owner investor in the business, you're relying on other people. Other people have the control of that business. If you're an owner operator, you have the control of that business. That's the biggest difference. So if you're an investor and you're investing into a business, your staff, the people that are actually having control of that business, better be on point. You better have some studs running that business. And you better motivate, mentor, and manage those people the best you absolutely can because they are controlling your business and they're controlling your money. If you invest, but you're not operating the business, you just gave money and you're crossing your fingers and hoping that everything works out. And if your staff is not cutting it, you gotta cut the staff, fire the people, bring better people in, again, then mentor, train, and manage those people. If you're an owner operator, you have much more control over your money and over the success of your business. You are running the business. You are making the big decisions, the big moves, the little details of the business. In my opinion, I would always go owner-operator first so I understand the business 110%. Every little avenue, every little nuance of that business, every little detail of that business before I remove myself and become more hands-off of an owner, more of an investor in that company. So that's what I would do. Jay asks, where would you like to take your company next, geographically speaking, outside of Colorado? Um, hey, Shay, I'm not sure what company, but I'm assuming it's probably Fit Republic, right? Uh, where do I want to take Fit Republic geographically next year? You know, there's a, a million great markets out there that I think can benefit by Fit Republic, and I'm open to every market. So I don't really have a designated area that I'm trying to grow into. It really comes down to the right franchisees, the right corporate team, the right person to execute the vision, execute the business in that market. I know that, you know, here's the biggest thing about business, guys, is does that business benefit people? Does it help people? And I believe 1,000% that Fit Republic does help people. It helps people in many different ways through being healthier, losing weight, gain weight, life in general. We're here to help people. And I think no matter what market we go into, we're going to help people. And then just money just follows after that. So uh, it doesn't really matter. I don't really have a, a market in, in mind or a plan of a specific market. It's really um, finding the right people, the right franchisees, the right staff to go into a market. And that was it on Instagram. Cool. Yeah. You guys have anything? I think I might have one on Facebook. Since I got guest appearance of my wife in the show today, do you have any questions? No. <laughs> Did Alex just come in from church? Anyone know? Uh-huh. Court? <laughs> All right, guys, that is the Ask the BCE show, episode number 21. Thank you for your questions. I hope this provides value to you. Uh, again, I'm here to help. 
Anybody that wants to own a business, owns a business now, just wants some knowledge and some experience that I've had, uh, please watch. If you like the content, subscribe to my YouTube channel, click the bell so you, he so you see the notifications, and um, I'll see you next week live at 12 o'clock. Thanks, guys. Thank you.